This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your copy today. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. It's your girl, Coach Felicia. Welcome to all the new and continued listeners, no matter how you found me, whether it was by way of a guest episode, solo episode, you found me on Google, you've seen a live, you've been in my stories, you're following me on Instagram, you've seen me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, or in these DMV streets. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks for showing up. Thanks for being a part of the journey. Remember guys, um, I'm here because of y'all and the fact that y'all keep showing up every single week um, is a blessing to me and I am super duper grateful. Um, I definitely also want to shout out, um, shout out (laughs) to people who um, donated to the Slant Self-Doubt journey by buying me some coffees. Um, I'm so grateful every time I see it, every time someone, um, you know, gets me some coffees because it definitely reminds me that people are pouring into this um into this journey and into my ministry this is my ministry slaying self-doubt is my assignment it is what god has given me to given me to do so i just want to thank you um publicly for uh you know pouring into what it is that i do and um if it's on your heart to donate to slaying self-doubt uh you can buy me a coffee as well the link is in the show notes um if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter make sure that you do that go to the website subscribe now um y'all know in the newsletter i give you three ways to slay your week you know through a worship song a sermon or a uh and a scripture rather um and so, yeah, make sure that you sign up, get somebody else to sign up, you know, so when and also when you're on the um, the newsletter, you get certain things first. Um, well, you get everything first. Everybody else gets stuff after you do. So, you know, get connected so you know what's going on. Um, I don't have any major announcements for the week. Uh, same as last week that we have Slaying Self-Doubt merch, shirts and hoodies. Um, you can go, the link is in the show notes for you to be able to purchase some merchandise. Um, the journal's on sale through um, Amazon. You can click the link. Um, it's a great gift. You know, Mother's Day is coming up. Um, and so if you want to give 
somebody that's slaying self-doubt journal to be able to um, just, you know, start their slaying self-doubt journey because you are interested and they are interested too. Y'all could do it together. You can create like a study group or some type of group or, you know, women's group, whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just go ahead okay um so we're gonna hop right in um to the final installment of this series as we're talking about self-doubt and your purpose and um so we're gonna hop right in to the episode um and so this series was everything I needed um right now and you know God is intentional because I keep telling y'all he gave me this series at the in in December and I was just like uh what are we talking about and I was having some struggle actually even this week wondering like am I even even talking about self-doubt as I'm going through this because I felt like okay I'm going through these scriptures and I'm saying like what our responsibility is and how we need to activate our purpose but am I actually talking about self-doubt and God had to remind me yes because what you're doing is you're giving them the 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 blueprint you're giving them the solution you're giving them the answer to how when their self-doubt shows up that this is what I'm I'm saying and so you know even like I said self-doubt is me so it, it comes up even in me doing certain things because I'm just like well Lord is this right am I supposed to be doing is you want me to tell these people this um but I have been receiving you know feedback from you all and saying yes like you need us to hear this and so I was you know the scripture that we had been working on was um doing was Jeremiah 29 um 11 through 13 and so I'm like okay God will that's only three verses and it's four <laughs> four episodes in this series like four parts like what are we what are we doing what are we talking about and so um he, you know, kept saying, I, I got you, I got you. And today he had me. Okay. And so um, we are going to talk about uh, Habakkuk 2, um, 2, 2 through 3. Okay. And of course, this is the same thing. And I was like, Lord, you are so, come on now. Um, because here we are, we, nine times out of 10, people will just give you first of all, a portion of uh, Habakkuk 2, 2, which says, write the vision and make it plain, right? Or write this vision, clearly inscribe it, you know, write my answer plainly or tablets. There's so many variations to, um, of course, because uh, like I said, we listen to it, but we hear, write the vision and make it clear. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's, um, I don't, I don't know which uh yeah um new king james version says write the vision and make it plain on tablets and we we kind of stopped there like write the vision make it plain you know we want to we want to really just go into that so that people know like you gotta you gotta do that part but there's more to it right and so um the new king james version says write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it for the vision is yet for an appointed time but at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Now, I told y'all, I be, you know, I try my best with, with you know, some stuff. I just be like, now what you say there? <laughs> so, of course, I got to, because that first part, the um, right division and make it plain is what we always hear. Um, you know, I had to go into um, the versions of the Bible that I normally read. Um, and so, the actually the easy version says uh the lord answered me he said write down what i write down what i will show to you make it very clear on the page where you write it then someone can easily read it and he can tell the message to other people what i will show you must happen at the time that i have decided that is a future time but it will certainly happen as i have said 
It may not happen very soon, but you must be patient. What I show to you will certainly happen at the right time. So wait for it. Today, we're going to touch on three things. Right division, future time, and wait for it. Okay. When we talk about purpose and we've been having this conversation all month, um, yes, everybody has a, a purpose for their life, right? Every God, again, Jeremiah 29, we say, you know, God has a plan for our lives. We know that a lot of us, including myself, you know, God gives us something and we see it. It is so, 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 so clear, right? And so God gave me slaying self-doubt. And at first I didn't know what it was supposed to do, but as it started to come and as it started to really, oh, okay, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do that. Yeah. I write all those things down. I write it down. I knew, you know, I kind of knew what it was. And even though I couldn't, so here's the thing, when you, scripture is talking about uh, vision, when we talk about vision, it's what the eyes cannot see, right? And so you hear this a lot of time in church, like seeing is what you can see in front of you. Like I'm recording this on Zoom, I can see myself, right? But vision is what you cannot see with your eyes, right? It's like a dream. It's like an illusion, a mirage, right? You just know it's there. It's like, dang, I know this is supposed to be a part of something. I know this is supposed to be this. I've told y'all before, the first vision I had of what Slaying Self-Doubt is supposed to be completely, I actually got in 2014. Oh, uh, no, 2015. I'm sorry. And I remember telling my husband, we were in the car, and I remember telling him this dream that I had so vividly. It was so clear. And I was just like, I don't know how all of this is going to come to pass, but I'm just telling you, this is what I see. Like, I can see it. Like, it's so, it was crazy bananas how I could see it like I was like I don't even know what this place is I don't know who that is like I, I, I could just see it I could see the vision so clear right I went on with my life I, I don't nothing else came then what two years later the Lord gives me slang self-doubt just the name that's it just slang self-doubt doesn't say what it's supposed to do doesn't say where I'm supposed to go doesn't say anything just gives me the name and then 2018 I get instructions right because now it's time to go. It's time to roll out, leave your job, and still nothing. Does it? Does any of this tie together? Not not at that point. None, none of it ties together, right? Wasn't until I left my job and I am clear on what it is that I'm like, oh, okay, I think, you know, slaying self-doubt is supposed to be this. And it was like the vision and where I am, it now it started to make sense, right? What I saw in 2014, and even right now at this moment, I'm like, I know where the end is. And when we talk about this part and when we talk about purpose, like I'm clear, I know what I'm supposed to do. The problem is in the self-doubt and the issues that arise is that we want it now. And this scripture is very clear. Like when I saw it, I said, oh, that was definitely meant for me, Lord. Okay, I got you. So when we are in this space of like, I'm on assignment from God, I know what it is that I'm supposed to do. We have a tendency to think that we're supposed to, everything is just supposed to drop in our hands. And I'm not saying that the Lord is not a miracle worker and some things do drop in people's hands. There are lots of things that just like it happened, right? We know that God is a suddenly God, like it, it can just happen. But there are times, and in this scripture, I feel like it was very clear to say that he, listen, at the end of the day, yeah, you have purpose. You have 
a goal. There is something that is, there's a calling on your life. There's an assignment that God has for you. It just may not, it, it just might not be right now, but that doesn't mean you can't still move forward, right? And so as we talked about over the last couple of weeks, so like, what's your responsibility? You have to pray to him. You like, what do you need to do when you activate your purpose, right? So last week we talked about activating our purpose by seeking him and wanting to be with him whole, wanting to seek him wholeheartedly and knowing that that's what it is. When I, when I was like, on my knees, like, God, okay, whatever it is that you would have for me to do, I want that. And as things started to happen, now I can, now when I was of clear mind and like, okay, I know that this is the thing. Now I'm in a space where I can write the vision, right? And I can sit down and I can say, okay, this is what God is calling me to do. God is calling me to, you know, help women um, and, uh, you know, to help women overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities. That was literally like the first thing that he said. And, you know, and it just like I'm just his vessel, like he just is going to he going to use me and that's going to be it. Right. And what happens is, is that we start to get wrapped up in like, OK, well, he gave this to me. So now I'm just going to write the vision and make it plain so that, you know, somebody can run with it. The, the first of all, the fact that it says in the easy version, right make it clear on the page where you write it right like we do that part we write the vision it's clear right we didn't we didn't journal it we didn't prayed about it we didn't manifest you know we're, we're manifesting we're putting it in our prayer journals we're putting it on our the the wherever we pray on our walls all the other stuff you know what i'm saying we got the affirmations all of that stuff but what is interesting about this scripture is that it says then someone can easily read it and he can tell the message to other people. So do that mean that it's not even about me? Like the vision isn't even for me. The vision isn't for me to carry out. The vision isn't for me to even read. The vision isn't even for me to do certain things because the instruction is clear. You write down what he shows you. Okay. Make it clear when you write it, then some will, someone else can read it and they can tell the message. We get so wrapped up in that it's mine. It's my vision. God gave it to me. Can't nobody else have it. But then it doesn't go anywhere if it's just with you. Remember, I say often, our obedience is connected to somebody else. If I don't share what slaying self-doubt is, let me put it to you like this. If I had taken slaying self-doubt, and left it in a small groups because God gave it to me. He told me to make it a small group. And that was it. If I had just left it there, we would not be here. You hear what I'm saying? Like it could have just been the title of a small group in one church for a certain amount of time. And that would have been it. But what I had, what he called me to do was, is to share it. Like, Slaying self-doubt is clear. That's the, the vision is slaying self-doubt. The details, he'll figure that out. So that's what I need you to understand. It's not how it's being carried out. It is whatever the vision is. The vision is slaying self-doubt. The details, the Lord will figure it out. But it's not meant just for you. And we get we hold on to it. When I was struggling with um starting this podcast, because the podcast came after the small groups, right? 
I was so wrapped up in me. Like, it's about my story. I'm going to be sharing my stuff. What if people don't want to listen to me? Blah, 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 blah. And I can do this now to myself because I know and I'm, I'm clear about it now. But here I am struggling about what other people are going to think about me and what other people are going to say about me and me, 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 me. But this scripture says then someone, it don't even say who, you don't even know who the person is, is going to read it and tell other people. Did you hear that ad at the beginning of the show? If you're a business owner looking to expand your reach, you can promote your company or product with a host read pre-row or mid-row ad by me on the Slang Self-Doubt podcast. If you want more information, email info at FeliciaWallace.com. That's info at FeliciaWallace.com. Now, back to the show. I have to pause right there because... You don't know how God uses the people around you. You don't know how God uses the people that you dismiss. You don't know how God uses the people that you choose to ignore, that you feel like, oh, you, you're you not good enough to, to be next to me. You're not good enough to be on this journey. You don't know how God is going to use it. But here we are in this space where off the break, in these first two sentences, basically, we we being disobedient because you're keeping it to yourself. So number one, even though you write in the vision, it's not meant just for you. It's meant for other people. So you have to write the vision so you and others know what it is. You have to know what it is, but other people do too. He's still going to use you. It's still a part of your purpose, but this is a reminder that it's not yours. It does not belong to you. You hear me say this all the time. Slaying self-doubt does not belong to me. It wasn't anything that I said, hey, I want to create this thing. Not at all. This is absolutely a God thing. And the minute, the moments, the the multitude of times that I took it and said, yeah, I'm going to just hold on to this. I was being disobedient, right? The second thing is that it says, what I what I what I will show you show to you must happen at the time that I have decided. That is a future time. But it will certainly happen, as I have said. What he shows you, that vision that you write down, slaying self-doubt, will happen at the time that he decides. It's a future time, but it will happen, just as he said. The vision is not for you right now. The vision is not for me right now. Whatever God's future time is, remember, his time is not our time. His time is not today, April 22nd at 1246 p.m. He's not on our time. It is completely different. He doesn't. He doesn't operate in our time. So his future time could be tomorrow. I have no idea. But if I'm if I'm still stuck at step one where I'm just I just wrote the vision and I'm holding on to the vision and I'm not even doing anything with it so that anybody else can read it and anybody else can tell other people about it and somebody else can share and say, hey, you know, I'm listening to this podcast, it's Slaying Self-Doubt. Oh, um, I, I've even gotten to the point now, right, that 
because I've done the first part of others knowing what it is. I had somebody I talked to yesterday that said, oh, I was reading this article in some magazine and it said how self-doubt shows up in your something or whatever and another. I immediately thought of you and was thinking about blah, 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 blah. You know how many times I get people who they hear the word self-doubt and they immediately think of me? It don't even have to be slang self-doubt, but they hear the word doubt or self-doubt and they say, oh, I know somebody who there's no way I could like, I can't do this by myself. I cannot do this on my own. And so when, when you are in, and no one, and if I didn't even start, we wouldn't even be here. Right. And so when we are in this place, we want what we see right at that. Yes. Do I want everything that God did? I saw in that vision in 2014. I absolutely do. Do I, do I know how old I was? No. Do I know how old the people were? No. I didn't, matter of fact, I don't even think I saw like, it was almost like I was outside of it. Like I could see people, but they had no faces and like the bodies were blurry. So you couldn't really tell, but I knew people were moving around in this space and I knew it was mine and I knew it was, I had ownership over it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was like, I could I, I could clearly tell that this is what it is that God wants me to do, but what I don't know, right? And how it's going to get there, we don't have any control over. But he says to you, what I show you must happen at the time that I've decided. And what we do is is that we get the we get our purpose, or you know, we get we get the, the vision, we get the purpose, we say this is our purpose, and then we try to make it happen right now. We try to make it happen right now in our own strength because of the desires that we have right now. And especially during this time, you know, with social media and everything, everybody looks like they have blown up in an instant, right? Everybody looks like, oh, all you got to do is, you know, do this and then you can have a seven-figure income. Now, explain to me how you go from zero to seven figures. Now, again, Am I saying that God is not an instant and a suddenly God? Absolutely not. But everybody ain't, everybody doesn't get a suddenly moment. Not like that. Now it's not, that it doesn't always happen like that. Some of us, <laughs> some of us have to go through this process. Some of us have to know what it is that God wants for us and wait. We have to absolutely wait for it, Right. And you have to be patient. And what happens is, is that our self-doubt, our insecurities, our limits and beliefs, our, our comparison is, is competing with the person next to us who has their vision. But guess what? Do you know when they got this? Do you know if they had their vision at four years old? Do you know if whatever they are doing, do you know if that was, do you know their story? A lot of times we see we see the end result of what people are going through and what they you know they tell us their story at the end, right? But we don't know what they went through. We don't know all the heartache. We don't know all of the trials and tribulations. We don't know all of that. We see the success and we say, "I want that." But do you want their story? Do you want it the way they got it? I've had people say to me like, "Oh man, you know what?" You are so, you know, you're so blessed to be able to be in this situation. You're right. I absolutely am. But you don't want the stress, the anxiety, the pressure that I have 
being in this situation because the reality is, is that it's not fun. It's not fun being in a situation where you literally have to wait. And you are unsure of the next move to make because you're, you don't want to be. Or you take it in your own hands and you try to do it and then you mess it up. And then you're being disobedient. And then you feel like you got to start over. And, and we don't always see those things. We don't always see the, the ins and outs of certain things. What we want is we, 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 write, we want the vision and then it, for it to come to pass. That's, that's what we want. We want the beginning of this statement, write down what I will show you, make it clear. And then, uh, and then the fact that it, it, you know, it will happen. That's what we want. We want instant. We want microwave. We'll put that in for 30 seconds and boom, there we go. And that's not always everybody's story. I can tell you very clearly, it's not mine. It's not my story. And I'm learning now, even when I read this this morning, I was like, what I will show you must happen at the time that I've decided. And I said, but you are trying to make things happen in your timing because you have a, a deadline. You have things that you're saying it has to happen by this time because I need blah, 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 blah. And God has clearly said when I have decided. You ever, your kid ever asks you for something and you tell them, we're going to go when I decide we're leaving. Well, can I, why can't we go now? Because I'm not ready. Well, I got my stuff packed. I'm standing at the door. Why are you not ready? Because I haven't gotten in the shower. I have not gotten dressed. I'm still doing something. Just because I told you we're going doesn't mean we're leaving as me immediately as I said it. How many times have you told somebody, I, I don't mean right now. Yeah, that's happening, but I didn't mean right now. How many times have you even been in that situation with somebody else where they tell you something? Oh, I thought you meant you you was going to do that now. No, no, not right now. I mean, in a in a couple of weeks, or I mean, later on today, or I mean, uh, to be determined. How many times you've gotten that? Hey, it's like a save the date, right? With no date. That's that's the way I am right now. You ever get an invitation to a meeting or you see something and say, hey, I want you to be a part of something. I don't have no date or nothing. I just can you be there? Uh, we because we want to know, we'd be like, um, well, I need I need to know because I need to know better not to put on my schedule. I don't know if I can say yes or no or not. But don't don't you and don't swell. Don't you have some people that there's certain people that you have, if they tell you. I need you to be somewhere when I call on you and I need you to be ready for whatever that thing is. I don't know today. I don't know. You're going to say whatever you need. I got you. They, they could call you in an hour and be like, now you'd be like, all right, you stay, you staying ready. And that's what God is saying. God is saying, I just need you to stay ready because when it happens, it will happen when I decide it may happen, but then this goes into my third and final point when you're waiting for it. Because like I, I said, his time doesn't work like ours. His time could be a future time could be tomorrow or a future time. Or a future time could be next week, right? We don't know. But the question is, how are you waiting? How are you waiting? It says, this is a future time, but it will certainly happen. As I have said, it may not happen very soon, but you must be patient. What I show to you will certainly happen at the right time. So wait for it. 
the Christian Standard Bible says, for the vision is yet for the appointed time. It testifies about the end and will not lie. Though it delays, wait for it since it will certainly come and not be late. We again, we're not talking about our time. Esther 414 says, you know, what if you were born for such a time as this? That applies at any time. Any somebody who read this, read that sermon, I mean that that scripture 20 years ago, it's like such a time as this. You can read it now, it's such a time as this. If if being as though it's on God's time, it's never late. It's right on time for whomever it's supposed to be for. But the question is, how are you waiting? Are you waiting the way I've been waiting? Like, Lord, so what you going to do? Like, because I need X, Y, and Z by this date and I'm, I'm waiting for you to show up. And so we sitting here tapping our feet, shaking our leg. Every person that we talking about, I'm just waiting on the Lord to be, I'm waiting for God to be God. I'm just waiting for God to be God. That's what I've been saying lately. I'm just waiting on God to be God. But you worrying the mess out of him. That That's, you're worrying the mess out of him because he says, you must be patient. Is, is patient and worry in the same, are you being patient? And does that require worry? And being patient, are you are you worrying about it? Are you reminding God every single time you pray? Now, don't forget, Lord, um, how we got this deadline and I'm going to need you to show up by here, okay? Now, am I not saying that you can't pray about your situation? Absolutely, pray about it. But worrying about it and, and overly uh, praying about it, because it, it, it doesn't make anything happen any sooner because it's in his time. And I'm telling you this for somebody who's a worry boy, right? Like I'm somebody who I, I like worry about everything and wanting everything to be be right. And I want it to be perfect. And I want things to work out the way that I feel like they should work out. But this just reminded me that it may not happen when I think it is, but it's going to happen at the right time whenever he says so. And so I have a decision to make. There's three things that you can do, or you could do them all. Well, I, however you want to do, you can do all the all three, or you can, you know, whatever. How are you waiting? Is the question. Are you waiting impatiently, like I have been? Like, come on, Lord, okay, I'm gonna just, yeah. So uh, today is the twenty second, and uh, I need an answer by blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Or are you serving? And when I say serving, I mean serving him, serving others. We've seen plenty of sermons, or at least I have, when they say, how are you waiting? Are you waiting with like service and saying like, Lord, what else do you need me to do? Who else do you need me to serve? And in in during this time, right, um, my small groups after six years have ended because the Lord told me to. Um, and, you know, we ended out and I was like, okay, God, like, this must be it right? I've left the job. Come on now, right? I have stepped out on faith and I left the job and now I'm here and I have the time and the access and you can just lay it on me. And he didn't. And I said, well, maybe it's because I'm still doing these small groups. He'd been giving me the end time prior to me even leaving my job. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing small group. And when small group ends, then you're going to 
bow. I know that's what you're going to do, right? I just wait for that day to happen. I'm going to be ready for it. Ah, the next day is going to be yes, like, come on. And I can show people like, see, this is what I was waiting for. No, that is not what happened. You want to know what happened? He called me to serve in a different area where I had served before. And I said, no, I fought it for a good little minute. And I was just like, I already did that. If you've been listening to this podcast or following me on social media for a while and you're ready to start your journey to healing or you're ready to confront your doubts and insecurities, there are three ways I can help. First, you can download the journal prompt from my website. Use this as a guide to get back on track with where God is calling you. Secondly, you can go to my website and purchase the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Using this prompt and journal will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. These questions will force you to dig deep and find your fears. Lastly, if you're ready to invest in your healing journey and work directly with me, book a 30-minute connection call with me today. This allows us to see if we are a good fit for each other. So head on over to my website, www.feliciawallace.com to do one or all three of these. That's www.feliciawallace.com. Now, back to the show. I did that already, Lord. Before this was even a thing, I did that. Why Why would I be back there? Why would I go backwards into a department that I've already, my time doesn't, I know why I was there in the first place. And I, I spent my time there, a couple of years there. Why would you send me back there? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. It's not what I want. I'm telling you, I, I, I told you, I told you what it is I wanted to do. And so now that I've done this, well, now it's time for you to do it the way I, I need I need it done. We don't operate on his time. You don't get to tell God what to do. And I had to pray about it. And I actually heard a sermon about it. And it was like, the Lord has called, like literally, these are one of the moments where a sermon spoke directly to me. It was like, the Lord is calling you to serve in some area. And you saying, I already did that. And I said, okay, then. Well, I guess I know where I'm going, right? I went right in, signed up and said, use me, Lord, however you want to use me. Like I'm here, right? I'm I'm here. But I just I don't I don't know what else you want me to do. I'm I'm here. And this is what I'm that I'm serving. I'm I'm going to serve. This is I'm serving while I wait, right? And sometimes it doesn't make sense because it has it feels like it has no correlation. But don't we all know that? everything what what do we what have we been saying everything that we do is for the good of God everything has a purpose I have no idea why it's going or how it's going where it's going to connect but when it does I will be like that's why you had me there I got it okay so one thing is serving how and while you're waiting do you need to be serving do you need to be serving a certain population do you need to be serving in a different capacity, where is God stretching you to serve at? Ask yourself that question, ask him where he would like for you to serve and go do that. The second thing is, are you working while you wait? Now this right here, y'all, I'm be honest with you. This is a struggle for me. I have been hearing this message over and over again from multiple ways, sermons, books, uh scripture lots of things like people <laughs> confirmation everything has just been like work while you wait the other day 
I um I follow Marty Woodard on Instagram. Y'all should follow him because he'd be I I would uh put his um IG in the show notes because he be he be telling like it is and it's really for you know business owners but he be having a word in in general for people and so he had this post up that he said um basically like don't get caught slipping paying attention to other people's stuff right if you have a purpose you need to do what you need to do if you got a pen right if you got a paintbrush paint if you're supposed to be exercising to get yourself into good health do your thing do whatever it is that God has called you to do until it happens and then he says and if the creator comes if the rapture shows up let the Lord find you working and not waiting and I said Okay, Jesus, I see what you what you did there. Let him find you working and not waiting. Are you you can wait because listen, we got a whole song. Wait on the Lord. You, he will renew your strength. Wait on him. Yes, I'm not telling you not to wait on him, but what are you doing while you're waiting? What are you doing in the wait? Some of us need to be working while we wait. And when I say working, Sometimes in this entrepreneurship journey, working looks like exactly what you think it looks like. Work. I didn't say a job. I didn't say a career. I said work. And there is a difference in those things. So for me, I'm in this space of entrepreneurship is not easy. And it is a tough thing to be in a a place where you have you know, walked away from uh, guaranteed funds, right? And God has, has been providing, he's been a provisionary, and he has he has definitely supplied every single need that I had and the ones I didn't even know I needed throughout this time. And now we're at a space where the space where I was saying, oh, I already know God going to do what he going to do. I know that. I believe it. I know that this will come to pass. But if I am clear about that, whatever's going to happen after reading this, this is a future time. What am I doing while I'm waiting for the future time? Because I don't know when that time is coming. And I'm and I have very realistic things happening in my life in the next six years. I have two kids that will be in private high school and two kids that will be in college. Do I believe that instantly? Anything can happen and the Lord can make stuff happen. Absolutely. And do I also believe that, Bun, you're going to have to work. You're going to have to do something in this interim phase until God, until his time happens, until the time that he decided. And and sometimes we say, well, I'm just going to wait for God. But what if, as we talked about in our before, that there's certain things God is saying that these are the things that this is the reason why I say we don't always read the rest of the scripture, right? But what if whatever has to happen in order for that time to decide is whatever we need to do, whatever our responsibility is, if the working is on us. And I have, I have for the life of me, I couldn't like, oh, that can't be what he want me to do because he took me out of that, right? right because that don't make no sense why would you take me from a job to put me back in a job well lord that 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 has that 
it don't one plus the math is not mathing for me. It is not adding up. I cannot see it. I don't understand. None of that makes any sense. And then we start going down this rabbit hole of like, what does it look like? What does this look like? What does that look like? And then he showed he he gave me a different way to ask the question. How can you work while you're waiting? And I was like, well, okay, there's a few things I can do in, in the interim, but let me let me write this list down of different things. Some of it had to do with increasing my prices and coaching, right? Some of it has to do with looking for affiliate programs to start, you know, um, really connecting with and, you know, and getting sponsorships within the, with, uh, on the podcast. Some of it has to do with, um, getting connected with other people and maybe creating programs and this, that, and the third, like there's so many different things that I could be doing that is my work and my responsibility while I'm waiting for his decided time, because we, I say this often, whatever he, whatever it is that God wants is going to happen. That vision that he showed me, it's going to happen when he's ready. And he has to know that I'm ready. And if I'm not ready because I'm not connected to him, I'm not seeking him. I'm not knocking on his door and say, hey, Lord, good morning. How are you? Good night, Lord. I talk to you in the morning. If I'm not connected to him wholeheartedly and I'm not being selfish about stuff, I'm not keeping it to myself. I'm not rushing the process. If I'm not doing all the things that I'm supposed to do, what if he thinks I'm not ready? Because I'm over here waiting, twiddling my thumbs, like, God gonna be God. Mm-hmm, I know he is. Both can be true. It can be and, and, right? And, and both. It doesn't have to be either or. You don't have to just wait. What can you do in the process? And I think that that's, it's also what faith looks like, right? Faith without, again, faith without works is dead. You still got to work. You still have to do something. So sitting around, twiddling your thumbs, which you're sitting on your hands is not working. I'm, at the end of the day, we have a responsibility. There are things that we have to do that he has called for us to do that we can't just sit around and just wait for him to do, just wait for him to do it. And if you know that that's you, I'm telling you, as clear as you hear me in your ear, you either need to be serving or working while you wait. Serving and or working while you wait. It will come to pass when he decides. You don't have any control over that. You have no control over his timeline because he does not operate in our in our time. And so, you know, for me, that was a struggle and it was rough and it was a little bit frustrating. I'm just going to be honest uh, because I literally was like, Okay, Jesus, what exactly is it that you want me to do? All righty, I got you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And once he gave me a handful of things, and he's still giving me opportunities, he's, he's showing me stuff that I'm just like, oh, dang, I never even thought about that. Oh, dang, I never even pictured that. Oh, okay, another opportunity for me to work while I'm waiting? Not, is it still in purpose and in alignment? It absolutely is. But I... Why would I just be sitting on my sitting on my hands, just waiting for something to happen? What I know for sure is I'm tired of waiting on me. 
God has given me some assignments. He's given me some things to do. And I've said before, I'm not going to sabotage this by wanting things done my way. That's not going to happen. This was clear that it will happen when God decides and that it is a future time. I want you to know your vision is a future time. It is not right now. It is whenever he says it is. So release yourself of trying to make something happen immediately. When it comes, you will know. You will know. In the meantime, serve and or work while you wait. As always, thank y'all for rocking with me. Remember to grab a we just out here um, trusting God t-shirt and a hoodie. Listen, that's what we're doing. We just out here trusting God. And are you? Because, eh, <laughs> right? Um, get a journal for yourself or a friend or an auntie, your mama, whoever, because Mother's Day is in a couple of weeks. Uh, if you are interested in working with me directly to really dig deep and to figure out like what the areas are that you are stuck and what action actionable steps you need to take to be able to move forward so that you can do what it is that God has called you to do. Make sure you book a connection call with me. Um, make sure you subscribe to the newsletter. Please, please, please share this with at least 10 people. We are trying to hit 50,000 downloads by the end of this year. And we we almost there, y'all. We are literally almost there. And I am I'm so grateful for you guys. And I just want to thank you guys. Can, remember, please follow me on Instagram at uh, Slang Self Doubt. Um, and until next week, see ya. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.